Welcome to this week's edition of the Best Run News Show. I'm your host, Jam Jam. Let's get right into the top running stories of the past week. In this week's show, we look into elite runner reactions to the Chicago Marathon, Boston Marathon qualifying times, and why YouTuber Ryan Trahan is in hot water with the NCAA. We begin this week with several stories on big U.S. marathons. First, we'll head to the Chicago Marathon, which just took place. We saw a historic win by Galen Rupp, who is the first American to do so in 35 years. His time of 2.09.20 and win was overshadowed in the elite road racing community by the fact that a two-year investigation into the Nike Oregon project and doping allegations by USADA is still ongoing. Not many elites congratulated Galen or his Nike Oregon project teammate Jordan Hasse, who set a PR of 2.20.57, making her the second fastest American all-time, with so many unanswered questions surrounding coach Alberto Salazar and his program. We'll be sure to cover any clean sport updates as they come to light. As of yet, Nike Oregon Project has denied any wrongdoings and results from the investigation have not officially been released. The Boston Marathon recently opened registrations for 2018 and closed faster than ever. Not only do you have to reach a qualifying time to even submit your entry, but due to the vast numbers of runners now earning a BQ or Boston qualifier, they give preference to runners that dip the lowest under the time standards. Last year, Runners had to be on average 2 minutes 9 seconds under the BQ to register, while this year it dropped to 3 minutes and 23 seconds under. This left 5,062 runners who earned a BQ but were not able to register for the 2018 race on the sidelines. Speaking of nabbing that BQ, 30-year-old Devin Beeling collapsed within sight of the finish line at the 2017 Tunnel Vision Marathon, just seconds under her qualifying time. She fell earlier at mile 18, but this time literally could not get back on her feet. Instead, she rolled into the finish line to hit her goal time. Wow, talk about perseverance. But let's hope this method of finishing doesn't catch on anytime soon. Our boy Meb at age 42 is prepping for his final marathon as a professional distance runner. He'll be capping off his illustrious career back where it started with him at the New York City Marathon this November. He ran his first there back in 2002, winning it in 2009. Cross-country season is in full effect, but have you ever seen as one as large as this one? Check out the 900 runner starting line at this meet in Texas. Crazy! I guess everything's bigger in Texas. It was recently announced that a minor timing issue resulting in an incorrect start time at the USATF 10 Mile Championships last month affected the outcome of an equalizer prize bonus between the men and women's winners. Sarah Hall was passed in the final yards of the race by men's winner Shadrach Kipchirchir, who took home the $10,000 bonus for the handicapped time race. Only problem is the men were released from the start line seconds too soon, which means Sarah actually could have beaten them. The Twin Cities in Motion race officials are rectifying the situation by also paying Hall $10,000 for their error. Kudos to you guys. We have an update on the hashtag BoxChallenge2017, which we reported on previously, to see who can carry the most number of shoeboxes across the showroom floor of a specialty run shop. Rush Running Co. submitted their entry with a horizontal pickup of the 13 Topo shoeboxes, which is really impressive. Eagle power, go! <laughs> this is the real way to lift boxes. Come on, you can do it. Come on. Oh, come on. Get it! Oh! 
None of that lift from the bottom weak sauce. That wingspan is sick. Run to Peak stepped in with this Sasquatch warm-up, followed by 33 double-stacked shoeboxes. Naperville running just absolutely killed it with this 25 shoebox stack. Damn, you guys freaking rock. Here's an entry from Fitness Sports LTD with 32 boxes. But wait a minute. Not sure that double cross stacking is actually legal. Let me check with the boys up in the booth. Nope, uh, that's an auto DQ, guys. Gotta be single stacked. Try again. Anywho, if you want to join in on the fun, just hashtag BoxChallenge2017 and tag us at Mountain Outpost. It was recently discovered that Trump's political advisor, Stephen Miller, once jumped into the final stretch of a woman's track meet to prove his athletic superiority over the opposite gender. Very odd, but something that has sparked some crossover conversations into the running community. In fact, it even inserted itself into the ongoing challenge by author Malcolm Gladwell, who wants to race LeBron James in the mile. Gladwell commented on Twitter that Miller would lose on the track, but win it in the Electoral College. Oh man. Olympian Alexi Pappas is also challenging Miller to an outright foot race. I sincerely hope this one happens. Pappas tweeted out, I'll race him any day. Speaking of Pappas, she just launched a new YouTube channel and has published two vlogs about her life as a pro runner. In the first episode, you can watch her take an ice bath in a frozen stream, and episode two has her doing a workout while wearing some Beats by Dre full-size headphones. Dope. Another running YouTuber in the news this week is Ryan Trahan, NCAA runner for Texas A&M, and also owner and entrepreneur of Neptune Bottles. Trahan has gotten in some hot water, most likely kept hot by his very own vacuum-sealed, double-walled stainless steel Neptune Bottles, over his YouTube channel, his promotion of his company, and his collegiate running. Turns out, you can't promote things using your likeness under NCAA rules, who basically gave Trahan two options going forward to keep his eligibility intact. Either be a runner who doesn't own a company, meaning no reference to his company on his YouTube channel, or be a business owner with absolutely no reference to his running on his channel. Being a sly thinker, Trahan decided to have the best of both worlds, and just launched a second YouTube channel for all his running vlogs, leaving his original channel to focus on his entrepreneurial pursuits. Best Run Nation, do me a favor and go check out both of these YouTube channels. The link to Ryan and Alexi's channels are linked below. We saw Trahan's Milk Mile on his YouTube channel and thought it looked like a good time. I decided to give it a whirl myself. Here's a look at how it went. Jam Jam here, and this is the Milk Mile. The reason why I'm standing in the middle of this field is this track is not a quarter mile, so the little extra out and back will make up for that. Let's get this going. Okay, we've got about 12 ounces per pour here, which is similar to your standard beer mile. We've just uh, 
got the pea milk going on today because I don't drink dairy milk. It's gonna be fun. Go. First one's down the hatch. I think I was going 450 pace for a minute there. Hit number two. It's not good. A little five minute pace on that one. Oh, it's gonna get hard. Okay, number three's down. Should do, should do track work more often. Oh. Yes. I can do it! Yes. Oh. Thanks for checking out the show. If you have a story you'd like to share, tweet me or dip into my Instagram DMs. For more running news each and every week, check out our other news show focusing on trail and ultra running news, The Mountain Outhouse. As always, get some damn running in, and we'll see you next week.